I want to offer people a place where I really am giving, you know, my heart to them in some way, my spirit, my joy, because maybe they need it on that day. Welcome to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. I'm sitting with ultra marathon runner and run coach, Pilar Arthur Sneed. And I'm really looking forward to our conversation after all these years. You know, I've always thought of you, Pilar, as a, as a very upbeat person, very mm. positive energy. I remember, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, whenever it was, when we were both at in Toastmasters, and I, I remember you giving feedback to each of us, and, you know, you're always very positive. But even when you gave feedback about areas, you know, we needed to improve, you still left feeling like, I did a good job. So you <laughs> you you have that positive energy. And I'm just curious, is that something do you in looking back that you feel was always there? Or did you have to work hard to cultivate that that type of positivity? That's a great that's a great question. I think that, you know, um probably something that we all know about comedians is that comedians, although they're very funny they have typically lived a very difficult life and their life experiences have been very difficult and challenging. And the way that they were able to cope with whatever their challenges were, were through humor and being sort of like the class, you know, the class clown. And I would say the same of myself. I suffered from crippling depression until I was probably about 25. And this sort of like awakening through running was sort of like beginning to unravel my um, upbringing and the impact that my upbringing had on me. What my parents told me, on the one hand, although they were trying to prepare me for the hardships of the world, on the other hand, I probably speak positively and encourage other people because that's not necessarily what I received as a young person. And it's just sort of like my way to cope. And then having been in a place where, a very dark place where for many years, I really did not want to live. I don't want to be in that place. And so I live to, to be alive, really, right? Like I want to experience life and I want to experience all the positivity and I want to that's where the positivity comes from, having gone through, gone to hell and back again, and then seeing like the other side and making a very conscious conscious choice. I know what it's like to be in it to be in a bad place. I know exactly what that's like, and I don't want to be there. And interestingly, I saw on your LinkedIn profile, I was poking around there. Pilar. <laughs> that's okay. That's doing your job. <laughs> You're. Your message, I love this, your message uh, reads, run for your body, mind, and spirit. Absolutely. And I, I really do believe that running, it is a healing journey. It can be a healing journey um, because you're, you, you are using your body. And there are many moments when you're running alone. And I think particularly in, in ultra running, you're running for hours and hours <laughs> by yourself <laughs> so a lot of things come up when you when you're doing that you know that you're like oh my gosh and then you kind of work through all those things somatically 
You've also set a lot of challenging goals for yourself. In 2017, you completed your first marathon. In 2021, your first ultra marathon, 100K or 62 and a half mile race. The following year in 2022, you completed your fifth ultra marathon. And then in 2018, you became a certified Roadrunners Club of America coach. Doesn't that role take away from your training time? You know, as you're seeking to, you know, excel in running and compete, you set aside time to encourage others. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think it really takes away from what I'm doing because the tasks of being a coach can be managed in such a way so that you're not, you know, doing so many things that you're you're burning yourself out on on that end. On the flip side, I would definitely say that of all the things that I've ever, you know, done, when I hear somebody say, "Hey coach, that just makes my shoulders go back and I feel very um fulfilled in in that because that means to me, and it, I feel like the the honorific of coach is something that I generally earn because at the start, when I'm working with someone, people are calling me Pilar. They're like, oh, hey, Pilar, you know, thanks so much, Pilar. By the time that they're done, they're like, coach. So that tells me that I'm doing my job. So it doesn't take away, it, it fills me up and it motivates me to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, and the reality of the situation is, is that I, I, I'm not winning any races. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not compete. I'm not competing for, you know, for cash or prizes or anything of that nature. I'm just going out there and I'm doing the same thing that my athletes are doing. I'm putting my feet on the pavement and I'm just trying to get to the finish line. And that right there is, is is quote is good enough and it and that to me is what it's all about really it's showing them that i start in the same place that you do i started the starting line and i got to go the same amount of distance that you do i was also intrigued Pilar, that when you said you believe that fitness is for every body type no matter your size shape gender your current ability or even your physical limitations yeah, I mean, I think, again, it really all goes back to, you know, showing up to different places and being the only woman of color, uh, being a, you know, being a person I, you know, I don't know, you know, how other people view my body, but my bo- I, I view my body as being a bigger, you know, a bigger size body and not necessarily the kind of body that people would look at and go, oh, that person is a runner. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so you're kind of showing up and you're not what people would idealize as the typical person who's going out there and doing all these things. So again, if if I can go and do these things, then I believe that another person can go and do these things. And it doesn't matter how big or small you are. It doesn't matter your what your limbs are it you know like it it's it's doable if you have the desire to do it then you can 
figure out some way to accomplish, you know, to accomplish the goal that you have. Um, and if that's running, then you can, you know, you can figure out how to, how to get it done. It's about being clear on your vision, it sounds. And, yeah. and not, and not allowing others to define us. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, one of the things that I tell, you know, that I tell runners all the time, and I've told myself quite a bit this year being on the, you know, not running list is that, you know, you have a goal and you say, okay, this is the goal that I want to get to. You're more than likely going to experience a lot of hurdles and challenges, mental and physical along the way. Don't change the goal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if the goal is what you, if that's what you really want, then you might need to make changes to how you get there. You might have to take a few detours along the way, but the goal is still the goal. You just need to figure out how am I going to make this work considering the situ the situation that I'm presently in? How can I accomplish it given what I've got? And I also understand that it was less than 10 years ago in 2015 when you completed your first 5K race. And that before 2015, you had never done any type of cardiovascular exercise. So we recently ushered in the new year. Can you give us some tips on those New Year's resolutions? It's the little things that will get you to the big thing. And you have to stay committed to the little things to get to the big thing. Because I, I actually had a streak of running for 733 days straight. I ran one mile every day for 733 days, sometimes more, sometimes less. What I would tell myself on the days when I didn't want to run was I would say, okay, you got to get this mile done. So give yourself 10 minutes, 10 minutes. You can go to Walmart and spend $150 in 10 minutes. So 10 minutes to just go and get started. And if after 10 minutes you say, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Fine. Be done after 10 minutes. But what will happen after 10 minutes is you'll go, oh, I feel good. All right. I'm going to keep going. And you might get to a mile and a half. Everybody's got at least 10 minutes to accomplish a big goal. So we've been talking with ultra marathon runner and run coach, Pilar Arthur Sneed. This is Marsha Lazarus from Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Thank you so much, Marsha. Ha, ha, ha.